1: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Podcasters, your tabletop gaming D&D podcast on the network at BICBP-radio.com, as well as YouTube, podcasts through Spotify, and uh, everywhere else where you can listen to that and watch it, because you know what, we do have a Facebook page and Instagram where we're posting those and uploading them. Make sure to check them out, follow, share, and subscribe, because... uh, Why wouldn't you want to? This is a great campaign. I am joined by my party below me and uh, all around you. know, Guys, this is awesome. I am so excited. Welcome back to our Saturday session. Uh, I am your Dungeon Master Anthony. I got some awesome players today. And Before we get into it, let's let everyone know that all of my Dungeon Master dice rolls towards my players will be run with this uh, sick chest six dice. They're not sponsored by it. We are not sponsored by them, but we would love to be because these dice are amazing and uh, they've been dealing damage to my players the past couple weeks and I want to keep that rolling as well as, guys, our current campaign is sponsored by Oogie Games over at 2406 Military Road in Niagara Falls, New York. Head on over there, buy, sell, trade, use, and new games. Uh, You know, during the pandemic, everyone had a lot of time in their hand. They went off and they started gaming, and as everyone's going back to work, that doesn't mean the gaming has to stop. You keep at it, and uh, why not head on over there? Support your uh, local gaming stores. This one in Niagara Falls. Check them out. Now, guys, let's get into this campaign. Uh, let's pick up from where we left off last week. I had our players had come out of the Mages' Crutch after a bit of a tavern brawl. Uh, investigate and check out the streets of Bryan spell into the uh, poorer district, more of on the cusp between the middle and poorer class, following a beat of a trail from Azos... Uh, Locate object spell. Upon uh, following the lead, they were left at the end of a, a, dead, a, a dead trail as the magic tracking this object fizzled out. They were left looking at a broken down, ruined mage's tower, a motel ish looking, I don't know, maybe tavernish inn, a micro mansion, a couple other disheveled looking buildings. Seeing, and uh, I don't know really what you guys saw in it, what you guys thought possibly to attempt to see if there you could safely spend the night in this little micro-mansion, made it through a couple of creaky and loose boards on the front porch, and then tangled with a couple of mimics after entering it. Mimics destroyed. Uh, peace and calm seemingly be, uh, be at you guys. Some of the party began traveling upstairs, and Howard, our favorite warlock, <laughs> blasted a a photo or not a photo, a uh, series of paintings. He blasted one of them off the wall, not liking the scent that was coming from it. Upon blasting it, he heard a booming shout and uh, cry, claiming that they had angered and disturbed his his sleeping uh, family's portraits. We pick up. Howard, you hear this booming noise of, uh, where I have it, of, um, <laughs> where I have it over here. You hear this booming, you disturb my family story. And then it echoes off after this loud booming comes as you blasted this painting uh, off the wall.
2: All right. I'm going to look around and uh, see if I can determine where the voice came, comes from.
1: Make a perception check. First
2: roll so of the night, guys. Perception. Tell me now.
1: Ah. Ooh, nice. 22. <coughs> Sorry about that. All right, 22? Mm-hmm. Um, see, when you'd walked up the stairs, you would cut right. I went down about 20 feet or so. No, about 50, 50 feet or so until you saw this painting. You blasted it. Um you determine that this voice kind of echoed out of this entire hallway more so. You can't just turn to stay in a specific location. But at the end of the wall, ahead of you, another 50, 70 feet or so, you see faint markings on the wall that appear to look like a glyph. Hmm. Of sorts. I'm gonna look back towards the paintings
2: I- I'm sorry what's uh what story are you talking about this one and I'm going to Eldridge blast the other painting right next to it <laughs> the one that I blasted
1: you disturb my family story hear it out the same thing just echo out again
2: yes yes I, I got that but which, which story is that is it this one and I'm gonna go to the next one <laughs>
1: Again, you hear the booming noise. Yep. Nope. Anthony, are they like exactly the same? Yes, yeah, it's, it's like a repeat of the almost like a uh, a recording that when when uh, it was disturbed, it would echo. Hmm.
2: Okay, well, I'm gonna go over and actually walk up to the paintings now, and the one to the left of the ones that I blasted, I'm gonna take it off the wall and examine
1: it if I can. Minute you take um, yeah. Minute you take it off the wall, you disturb my family story. You heard a bo- booming just. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, as you examine and look at it, you see a portrait of. See, blasted the first three. Uh, you you look at this one and you see a picture of. See, so you got one, two, three. You looked at the one directly to the left of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. It is a portrait of a elf that is laying in a field with a human. And as he's laying there admiring her, she's uh, looking at a book while uh, using a druid craft like Camtrip and just kind of conjuring flowers. And it looks like the paintings are moving just slightly alive. Like Harry Potter-ish style. Okay.
2: Interesting. Uh, anybody else hearing the crazy voice?
1: <laughs> I assume we all hear it. You all hear it. You, you've heard it four times now. Who's touching this guy's story?
2: Uh, sorry about that. I was trying to read his story, and apparently I'm disturbing it. No. How many paintings
3: were in the hallway?
1: Say
2: it again?
3: How many paintings were, were in this hallway?
1: There is, uh, six. Six. Six left?
2: Uh, Three left. Two on the wall. Three left, one in my hand. Yeah. No, no. Two left, one in your right. hand. Well, two on the wall, one in my hand, yeah. Yes.
3: All right. I'm going to go to the, the very last one at the end of the hall and examine that one.
1: Uh, This one is... Uh, <laughs> um, did you roll for damage on the last on the end? Oh, no, I didn't. No, you never did? All right, yeah. so just roll roll, yeah, roll for damage All right, on, on it. Uh, it's
2: seven points
1: of damage. All right, um, this uh, painting is—or not painting. It's almost like a. It's weird. It's kind of like a painting, but the material is more felt-like. Kind of like they captured an image with like a photo, but it was printed on almost a uh, fabric ish material kind of almost like a canvas type of print if sort it's like a fabricy and it's burnt over and kind of smashed and uh has this blasted and parts of it are kind of ripped away and what you can gather and ascertain from this photo is a um you see the 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 elf from the photo that howard is holding and you see the human they are done up in uh More of a nicer family photo, kind of like dressed up a little bit nicer, and you can see there is children. Uh, You can see like the heads of children from before, uh, from above where the picture was kind of blasted away, almost like a family painting portrait of sorts. But how many children? Almost uh, four in this one. They look like a mix of half elf.
0: Did the voice come out and say you're disturbing something?
1: Did you pick it up or are you just nope, looking at nope, it? No, I was just looking at it. Looking at okay. it, yeah, just looking at it, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, should we keep disturbing the
2: story? Uh, you read my mind, so I'm going to go pick up the other two.
1: Uh, all right. So as as quickly as, you... as
2: possible, so it's like, you, dis- you disturb... <laughs>
1: Um, all right, so then uh, the way the story kind of chronologically tells, I'll just say from far left to far right, it'd be from, you see a, uh, the first one is a picture of a wizard, kind of walking a uh, little primitive posture, a little pro- too proud of himself through a street market, and kind of looked down, like hands down in a book, and you can see him just kind of half cocked out of his eyes, is caught looking at a female figure in it. The second one is uh, is the same two figures sitting down and uh, reading next to each other out at like almost a cafe, and he's handing her a, uh, f- a rose. The next one is the one in the field, The one that followed is them uh, going off and kind of almost like they're going away for a journey with an adventuring party with them. The middle one is the one of the kind of the wedding photo shot, which is the same party, but now it's kind of like a wedding party at ask. And then the last one is a family photo with the two and the kids.
0: Hmm. Are there any names anywhere on this? Like a last name or a family name? Uh, make an investigation check. Don't fail me now. <laughs> you failed me. I got a six.
1: Six? Um, you see inscribed on part of the, uh, the one with the actual fold, the fold, the last photo or The Last Framing, has a plating above it that says The Maltens. M-U-L-T-E-N-S.
0: Hmm. Is that name
1: familiar to anybody?
3: Mm. Uh, I'm not from here.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't know either.
3: Can I roll a history check?
2: Sure.
3: I'm not good at this, by the way, so... That's go. okay. I believe in yeah. you. Uh, Eighteen minus 1,
1: 17. Yeah, Not bad. So you don't recognize any one of this photo specifically, but you recognize the name Malton, and it's. Oh, see, well, hold on. You're twenty years ago. Yeah, you recognize the name, and. All you are remember, reminded of is a villager that visited. Okay. Prior to the prior to the uh the raid that like or was it uh was it was a raid that killed that took you guys out. Um prior to that. So it he wasn't the one that took you took out the the tribe. Okay. But that that name someone visited you guys with that name.
3: Okay. So I'll, I'll relay that information. I've I've heard of I've heard of this family, but I don't know much of them.
1: Hmm. Yep. Okay. Uh, what do you guys want to do? There are four rooms on this half of the uh, on this half of the hallway. There are four rooms on the other half of the hallway. And you can see there's a balcony as you walked up the stairs that overlooks uh, one of the rooms on the first floor that has like a library looking. i don't know what you guys want to do in here
3: i think we were just kind of trying to make sure it was safe to camp out. Yeah.
1: yeah well
2: i guess i'll check out this room and i'm gonna open up the first closest room to me
1: first close door to you uh mm-hmm. open the door to your uh left and as you open it up it is a small square room larger uh Kind of empty, um, you see broken toys scattered amongst the ground. There are two beds with two dressers at the foot of those beds, wardrobes on two wardrobes on both sides of the walls and uh, Can you guys hear me good yeah, okay, yeah, uh, and it looks like the dressers and wardrobes are all been open and kind of ran through and kind of like ransacked. You know, looks like a children 's room, possibly. Or smaller humanoids.
2: Alright, I'm going to walk in and very carefully with the end of my quarterstaff poke all the furniture and make sure none of it's alive. Nope. No reactions. Alright, well this room's cleared. Next. Are there any like,
3: fancy clothes that might fit a goblin? Um, I mean, it's a children's
0: room. Yeah, yeah, they actually, stuff. there's two...
2: I've had a Finks. How big
0: is Uh It's like three feet.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's
3: like a. I don't know.
1: I think I found your room, sphinx. Okay. This is all you.
3: All right, cool. I'm, I'm going to start poking around. You guys go ahead with me. All right.
1: I think uh, go on and roll an investigation check. Sure thing. And uh, what, what specifically are you on? looking into this room? Uh, anything worth money. Uh, okay. 14
3: minus 1. So 13.
1: 13. uh a, a lot of the clothes are moth eaten uh nothing magical in here, nothing super super elaborate that was left uh, you you find this one uh this one nicer outfit for a boy that probably at the age I don't know maybe something he'd probably wear at ten or eleven done up with a little like white under collar with a vest over the one vest is actually ripped open. Uh, there's this nice little like finer, uh, gold stitching in it. Um, nicer pants, but it it all looks dusty and kind of left there. It's, it's been, uh, has really collected dust for a while. That's right. I, I do want
3: to put that, that, that clothing on over my, my chain armor.
1: Yeah. All right. Easy enough. Take the time, put over this little, uh, white over this little white, uh, Dress like dress shirt, a little vest, and uh, there is a blue pair of slacks. Perfect. They're probably a little baggy for you. You
0: Got some hammer pants going
1: (laughs) on. Uh, all right, you're in there. That's all you pretty much find. What do you guys want to do? Rest of you, Uh,
2: I'll go into across from where I was at.
1: Okay, you're gonna go from across.
0: Right. Yep. Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. I'll Okay.
0: Oh, I wanted to just like I don't want to dive in. I want to see. Basically, I want to go into the first bedroom that's not a
1: bedroom. Okay.
0: Like I I just open the door, poke my head in, and like.
1: Okay. Uh, you actually you're looking for the first room that isn't a bedroom. Yes. Uh, being right next to where Howard is. Howard, you open this door up, and. Uh, it's the door right across from the room that Fink's went into. Open it up. Little... Oh, I heard something. Someone watching the game. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> um, we got feedback somewhere. Wow. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, so Fink's uh, the the door opposite to Fink's room. Open up, and it is a uh. it is a nursery esque. Where there's a rocking chair in it, there is a fireplace that is still lit, but there's no wood in it, and there's a light crackle, but not so much a roaring fire. On the floor, there is a wolf pelt laid out, uh, and there's a dresser next to where some baby's clothes lay out, and there is a short bow, just like with a without a string, just kind of on there.
0: I. Take the short bow and leave the room because I don't want to be in here because it's the bedroom.
1: Well, no, there's no there's no bedroom in here. It's more of less a uh, nur- nursery like, not like a cradle or anything. More or less like a nursing room. Like I understand, but that's what Remus does. Got it, Howard. Howard, you're looking into this room. You see this?
2: Uh, I'm going to f- go over and poke the head of the bear rug skin. Make sure it's not alive.
1: So. As you poke the uh, head of this bear, I need you to make. I'm kidding. <laughs> it's just uh just the skin. Afraid. Yep, I know. You put you poke the head of this bear, and the skull that's there kind of just crumbles in a little bit, worn out and aged. Oh, it's still got the skull in it. Yeah, like like lightly, like it's kind of just like boned. Yeah, like as you push it, it just crumbled in.
2: I feel like. Boom! Boom! Might need this at some point. I'm going to gather that and try to stuff it in my bag. All right. How big? How big are we talking? Like, is the skull?
1: This, just the skull? Uh, yeah. Skull of a wolf. So, you no know, wolf size skull. You no. Know? I mean, I don't know. You guys don't have any bags of holdings or anything yet, so I don't know. You guys just going to be mindful no, yeah, how, my, yeah. my
2: backpack is getting
1: kind of it's, full. It's getting packed. So. I don't know. Okay. You probably could sling the skull if you took the time to kind of tie it up in rope. But it's also attached to the pelt. Mm. No.
2: I'll come back for it another time. I'm going to investigate the rest of the room, see what I can find. The rest of the room? Yeah. Uh, make an investigation check. What are you looking for? Um, anything. I guess a money value. Anything that might be useful. Alright. Uh, investigation. Ooh.
1: Twenty total, not natural. Mm-hmm. No money. Nothing of anything. Money, monetary, uh, monetarily value.
0: Okay.
1: Yep. All right. You had uh. You had out of the room.
2: I will head out of the room and go into the one next to Fink's.
1: The one next to Fink's.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. You walking over. It's another children's room. They uh. I almost. I I'd nearly identical to the one that Fink was in. Or is in still? I guess. Same right. thing.
2: Yep. I'll check that out. Make sure nothing's alive. Or
1: nope. Clear it easily. All right. Perfect. Mhm.
2: Go to the next one across the way.
1: All right. Go over to the next one. Uh, you go open. This is more of a master's bedroom. Did you see? Uh, do you see a uh, large king-size double? king size extra wide bed uh, drapes coming down from it kind of ripped and torn the bed is actually uh, cracked inwards and there is a desk study when you walk to the door to your left as well as two sh- uh, dressers on each side of the bed as well as a wardrobe when you walk in to your right
2: Right. I'm going to turn back to Azoth and Remus. Well, boys, I think I found my room, and I'm gonna walk in
1: all and right.
2: check all the furniture. Make sure nothing's alive.
1: No, nothing's nothing's dead, or nothing's uh, nothing's alive. Okay.
0: All right. Uh, uh, I'm gonna check the room across the hall from Howard's room.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a kids' room. Oh that one's already open, yep, that one was already checked. It was just a kid's room, same as yeah, the, one, I'll go go to the uh, one same as the one Fink went in. I will go to the right of Howard's room then uh that is a wall, so you'd have to go to the other end of the hallway if you wanted to go to the other rooms. Touché, I will go there. It's all good <laughs> uh, <laughs> So when you turn down the hallway the opposite side, uh you pass the stairs to your left. Uh, to your right, there's that little balcony that overlooks. And then you see two doors on your right and then two doors on your left. Which ones do you go to?
0: I will go to the furthest door on the right.
1: All right. Go in and uh, as you open it up, it is a, uh, another bedroom, actually. God damn it. <laughs> Same thing with kids. Uh, this one, it looks like the kids are uh, older, though. Possibly teenagers. But not oh, children. Oh. There's no real toys on the ground on this in this floor.
0: I will uh, use the D string short bow and just poke at the furniture as well.
1: No, no, no mimics, no nothing. Come popping out. Is there anything interesting in the room?
0: What Unusual. What do you What do you mean? <laughs> Like like some like a knick knack or like something weird that I would just be like, "Huh, that's kind of cool." Make an investigation check. I don't expect t- kids to have like treasure. No. Or anything magic? Uh, it is a uh, seventeen.
1: Seventeen? It, uh... Yeah, what you do find? Do you actually do find a little toy dragon? With two horns coming down from its front of its head. Mm-hmm. And uh, there is one wing that is broken off of it. What color is it? It's a black dragon. A cane of black. Yep. Cool.
0: Um, I guess I'm going to leave the room and check the, the <laughs> other one on the right side.
1: <laughs> the one on the right side? Um, you go in, and uh, this is a... Uh, you walk into the room and it's pitch black completely. I
0: I have dark vision.
1: With your dark vision, you do not see what's in it. Oh, shit. I know what that is, but
0: I don't know what that is. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Mm-hmm. Give me a second here to see if I can do anything. Ooh. We said I was attuned to those gloves, right? Mm-hmm. Did I take think... all right? I'm... Oh wait. Oh
1: um. Did you guys take the time to attune yet? I don't think we. I don't think you guys took the time yet.
2: I oh, know okay. I haven't to mine yet. yet. Have we had like an
1: hour or two? Uh, you guys have not had an hour yet to attune. Okay. Damn it. I was going to use the gloves cuz Azoth right now during all of this ex- cuz they went up they went up while you were doing your rest right Yeah yeah so this and is I all happening way. while you're resting
4: I'm still in the foyer I'm yep. cashing out or trying to meditate
1: or mm-hmm. whatever
0: I'm going to use a no oh, that's stupid <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I'm gonna light a candle and just throw it in there. It wouldn't I mean It wouldn't do anything. It would go out before it even landed, probably.
1: I mean, you're also throwing fire into God knows what of a room, so who I mean, you know, that could go great. <laughs> you, oh wait, I have a better idea. Oh no. Here's what we're gonna do. I'm oh, gonna light
0: that candle. Yes. Yeah. And I'm gonna use tensor's floating disk to make it hover off the ground and go into the dark room.
1: Okay. So you do this outside of the room? Like, yes. are you in the room when it happens?
0: No, I would be at like either the entrance way or I'd be like poking my head into the doorway. Okay. Does Tensor yeah.
3: Floating just to make a noise? I did to know if I'd be poking my head out in the hallway or not.
0: It does uh, not make a noise.
3: Okay, then I'm still in the bedroom playing with the trains or whatever's on the floor.
1: Yep. Uh... So as you conjure this floating disc and plop the candle on it and light it up, you motion for the disc to go inside the door. And as this disc just slides in, the candle's complete pitch black darkness. You can't see. I can't see the candle? Nope. Or the, minute, the disc? No, the minute they passed into the disc, uh, man, the minute they passed through the doorway, it went complete darkness.
0: Okay. Here's my first question, though. Got it. <laughs> can I still sense the disc is there?
1: Yeah. You can sense the disc is there. It's not a sphere of annihilation, if that's what you were wondering.
0: No, that's not what I was wondering at okay. all. all right. I was just... I I wanted to make sure it was in, like, another dimension, and it just vanished into nowhere.
1: All good. Nope, it's still there. Um, I'm gonna...
0: <sighs> Hello? If if you hear me, I'm going into the dark room. Um, that That's all I know it as right now. It's the first one on the right, but um, I'll be in here, so if I don't come back in like five minutes, someone get me. And then I'm going to walk in there and try and follow my disc. Actually, I'm going to call my disc back with the candle on it, hold the candle, and float myself in there. On the disc? Yes.
1: Okay. You float in. Uh... As you float in, the, the light is snuffed. Your dark vision is snuffed as well. And you're now floating in complete darkness. It's silent. Daredevil. Basically. Floating in complete silence.
2: Howard's gonna poke his head out because he heard uh, Remus yelling over there.
1: You saw Remus possibly th- at the end of his, his tail just into this door.
0: Alright. Okay. So I've gone like five feet, ten feet in.
1: Okay. You haven't hit the door yet. Or you haven't hit a wall yet. But you're just on this disc floating in darkness.
0: I would like to now go back out of the room.
1: You pass out.
0: I would like to just go. Okay. Is anyone in the hallway yet?
2: yeah one of them the wait, at that point yeah
0: all right I'm gonna hand you one of the ends of my rope because I have like how how much rope do I have I gotta have at least 30 feet
2: as I say if not I have a 50 foot rope
0: I have 50 feet of rope Yep. all right so I'm going to hand you my rope mm-hmm. and ask you to tie it to your rope. So we have 100 feet of rope, and I can't get lost after, before 100 feet. Okay. And I'm just going to cruise
3: back into the darkness. Uh, before, before he goes, I want to give him the blessing um, for the advantage on stealth rolls, and I want to give him guidance as a cantrip. So add a d4
1: to whatever roll you want. Hell yeah. Thank you. Okay. You, you uh, glide yourself in on your disc again?
0: Yeah.
1: All right. What are you trying to do in here? You you glide in.
0: I'm just trying. I guess darkness. My the bow, the unstrung bow, is in front of me, like a like a stick,
1: like Um, like almost like a walking cane.
0: Yes, and I'm going to try and float as far as I can till the stick hits something.
1: Okay. How are you holding the stick? (laughs) You're holding a stick like straight forward, like as a wand type of. Yeah, like a
0: wand or a sword or.
1: Okay. Uh... You float straight in, you go 10 feet, 20 feet, 30, 35, pop, you, you prod the wall. Okay. Stone wall. Stone Re- wall. Can you hear me? Yep, you can hear him. I can? Yep. Oh. I'm, I'm, or, or wait, I'm think. are you in the room or did you go down? I'm, I'm, I'm at like the door. Oh, if you're at the door where uh, he went in inside, but no, but you, but you're uh, outside of the hall of the room that Remus yep. went in. But we yeah. can communicate. Yeah, you can. You can hear what's going on in there.
0: You just can't see me.
1: Yeah. All right, I'm
0: gonna
3: use uh, that the Ma- the G, that however you pronounce that that spell. I cantrip. Yeah. Um, one of its things is it can instantly cause unlocked doors and windows to fly open or slam shut. Okay. So I'm going to do that just to maybe give them a sense of whatever's in that room. If there's an unlocked door, maybe they'll hear it opening or shutting so you can kind of just get his bearings.
1: Okay. Um, you hear a... Uh, you hear a... With you casting thaumaturgy, you can hear the minute you cast it, it sounds almost like window shatters. It tried to open like a... But nothing swung open. Possibly as if something's locked.
0: Okay. Um, when I I poke to my left. Mhm. Anything? Like, is is there a second wall?
1: Nope, not there.
0: All right. Um. Same with the right. Just where I'm at It's like mm-hmm. the straight forward wall.
1: Yeah. Uh, can't feel anything to your right and left. You can't feel it. Just to the forward to the floor Ooh.
0: Um. I'd like to reach over the disc and see if there's still the floor.
1: Roll a d20 for me.
0: Oh, no, that's a d8. Stop. Dude, no, I don't want... Stop. <laughs> uh, every time... <laughs> It, be click the add it just adds another one. So I'm at like 4 or 5 D8 D right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's almost 20. That's almost 20. There we go. Okay. Alright, I'm totally adding that D4 to this.
1: Yeah. It's an 11 total. Are you with the stick? You're trying to see what's there, right? Or are you yeah. trying to feel with your hands? I'm using
0: the stick. Stick. I'm trying to like uh, make sure I'm not going to start floating down.
1: So as you go to put the stick down, you feel a floor. Like mm-hmm. there's a there's a there's a prodded floor. Um. And it feels almost like you're there's something else on the floor around. Okay. Kind of like when you put the stick there and moved it, something was flat on the floor and kind of shifted out of the way as well.
0: Interesting.
1: Had almost like a pinging noise. Almost like a, um, almost like a metallic type. Um, that's weird. Almost like metal was being shifted. Yeah. Almost like you hit something metallic. I don't know how else mm. to describe it. You okay, in the Remus? Small and light. Nothing heavy in heart. Nothing heavy, heavy. I think
0: I hit... Can I just, like, float down to it? Yeah.
1: You can float down onto it. Uh, as you float down, you, you can feel the disc kind of just rest right on top of the ground. Yeah. Are you still on the disc? Yeah. Okay. What do you do?
0: I'm trying to, like... Like, scoop it in with the bow, essentially, what I think I hit with
1: it. As you go to put the bow out and try to scoop it around, you feel a bunch of little uh, trinkets or something of sorts just kind of scattering on the ground. And you feel it just kind of keep moving. That when you try to scoop, it's just something's flat laying flat on the ground. And as you move it, it just kind of keeps shifting around. That's all you could tell with the bow, with the stick. Is this and still really dark?
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, it's, this room Power, is pitch
1: black. You can't Power, see anything. Howard, can you
0: make it not dark in here?
2: Um, I could try. I cast flare inside the room. Nothing. That's all I got. Okay. Hmm. Can you? Yes. I'm gonna look around. Is the is there like a glyph on this side of the hall as well too?
1: Make an investigation check.
2: Right. Uh, that's 17.
1: No cliff at all. No cliff Just the other... doors?
3: Uh,
1: No. Maybe we should check for more
0: dark rooms. I did um both on the right side, so the two on the left side are still unopened.
1: What what uh what boons do you have, real quick, Howard? What I was gonna
2: say? know he's not talking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what boons?
2: What boons? Uh, I'm sorry,
1: not not boons. Uh, invocations, I meant.
2: Oh, um, I have eyes of the rune keeper and agonizing blast. Can't see, it, then. Yeah. Yep. Alrighty. Um, I'm gonna go back over to where I saw that glyph from before. Okay. And try to examine it. See if there's anything I can do to, like, maybe disarm it that might possibly brighten up that room or get rid of that darkness.
1: Um, make an arcana check. uh, Remus, you still in the room? Yeah, I'm still in the room. Okay. What are you doing? Still just floating on the disk?
0: Yeah, I guess I'm going to try and, like, see... Try and find the other boundaries. Like, I'm going to just start floating to the left and using the one wall as, like, a base.
1: Okay. Um, you float down one end. Uh, the, the dimensions of the room are roughly uh, 50 feet in width and then 35 feet in depth. Okay, cool. That's it. So there's... Um, well, it was the Arcana check? Uh seven. Seven? Seven. Nah, seven. there's no way to really disarm it that you could tell or think of. Yeah, why not? I'll just blast it. Big scorch mark on the wall. What? And sanding it. Oh I thought think I thought Tony you said something. Oh good. Uh oh. How dare
2: you?
0: <laughs> yeah, geez, Tony. <laughs> um, does it sound like there's anything in the room with me?
1: No, there's nothing in the room. Just just whatever that was on the floor. That was the only thing that you really have noticed that's also in the room.
0: Mm-hmm. I'll go pick up what's on the floor.
1: All right. You feel um, something circular and metallic. Scattered, like it's a thin layer across the floor. You go pick something up. You have something about this in size in your hand.
0: Okay, I just put it on the disc, and I'm gonna float out of the room with it. All right,
1: you put it on the uh, disc, you float out, and as you uh, exit the room, lights up, and you you can now see again. Uh, Room's not lit up, but in a hallway, dark vision kicks in. Uh, And what you have on the disc, it's a, a single copper piece with. Um, horns on it with a uh, tiefling face. And you... It's a copper piece, and you see this... It's almost stained, as if it's like this dark purple, dark red material, like liquid staining. Possibly blood. I don't know.
0: Definitely blood. Mm -hmm. I will put it in my pocket. All right. Uh, are you guys still in the hall, or what are you doing? Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, Howard's walking up at that point. Um, yeah, that glyph doesn't work over there.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure. I I don't know much about magical darkness, but I think that's what's going on here. Because uh, I could hear you, so what? it's it's not like I'm somewhere else. I just they they made it really dark. Uh, let's check these rooms on the left real quick.
1: Yeah, that's a good idea. There.
3: Yeah, I'll open up the the one directly across.
1: Yeah, open up this one, and uh, you're opened up into a large, uh, uh, not so large. Actually, it's it's a children's library, from what you can tell, with two, sh- uh, one shelf. So when you open the door, you see uh a shelf of books in front of you on the wall in front of you, and then a sh- uh two shelves of books on the wall to your right, and there's a large uh, tattered old rug with uh, a couple of little ch- little kids' dolls uh, spread around, kind of left o- left over. Uh, one of the dolls are like kind of ripped, the legs ripped off, and there's a eaten, worn, beat-up chair with a small brazier next to it. what?
0: Oh, one of like the... A-
1: no, 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 no. Uh, like, almost like a fire, fire pan. Almost like a... Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, I want to do two things. Two things. I that. want
3: to search the room for any, like, journals or anything handwritten. Not, not like a, a book book, but, you know, something, logging, don't you know, whatever. And then um, after that, like, well, let me do that first, I guess.
1: Okay. Make um, uh, an investigation, investigation check. Yeah. That is a six. The six, um, the six. There's no personal journal written up here. Okay. A lot of books, but nothing far as uh, notes or okay. any like handwritten journals.
3: Second thing, I want to take that rug and drag it out into the hallway.
1: Okay, the rug is roughly the size. It's like it's like ten foot in uh, diameter. Diameter is the hallway, the long way. It's too big for me. Someone help me. Oh yeah, this is. You're going to need help from someone. Sure, I got you. Hold on, guys. Before you do that, I'm
2: going to poke it real quick just to make sure. I poke it, and it is
1: not a mimic. It is just a rug.
2: Okay. You're good. You can take it out.
1: All right. So... Rug out. Yes. I'm gonna start Anything underneath? Through. Go ahead. What's up, Finks? Uh, I want to see if there's
3: anything underneath the rug. Start poking at the floorboards.
1: Oh, um... That's right. Make an investigation check. For this, specifically? All right, 12. 12? No trap doors or anything, really, here. Uh, You do see kind of peering in and trying to get in and looking between the floorboards. What you do see is the kitchen below you, actually, and you can slightly see little hooks kind of hanging, and you can see some uh, pots and pans below to the floor below. Okay. A little bit, just faintly.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm going to look through the uh, bookshelves and see if there's any books, anything that might stand out towards me.
1: Um. Yeah, make a make investigation check. Let's see what you let's see what you find. All
0: right. Ah,
1: stop
2: okay, hold on. Oh, there we go.
1: Uh, fifteen. All right. Uh, you see two two books. There is the uh, One-Eyed Beholder. As well as the Last Dragon King.
3: Hey, is that candle still on
0: the disc? Yeah. I it, mean, I. I, I, I mean, unless unless,
1: unless Remus snuffed it, it's still on the disc. I think.
0: I just had it in my hand, so you can okay. have it if you I'll want
1: to it. Yeah. Okay. I'll light
3: that, that Brazier, or whatever, whatever it's called.
1: <laughs> Goes up. Start. You start to feel the warmth coming from it. It's feeling a little toasty. Hmm.
2: Nothing else. Becca's candle. <laughs> well, everything else uh, seems okay in here. You guys find anything?
1: All right, last room. Yeah, let's head it out. Yep, that was the last. That was the last room. That was the uh, last one. Yeah, that was the last one. All right. I thought there were two on the left side. Yeah. Did uh oh I thought you guys opened that one. That's another kid's room. Oh son of a bitch. Yeah. That's I thought you opened it. Sorry, my bad. Kids.
0: <laughs> no, you were right to assume that we shouldn't have opened it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Not gonna assume. <laughs> uh,
0: hmm. nice. yeah.
2: gonna, Howard's gonna head back towards the master bedroom. And go through, like, the desk or anything that might pertain... Anything that he could find that might pertain to magical darkness. All right. Uh, Uh, Magical uh,
1: darkness for dummies. Something like that. Magical darkness for dummies. I like it. Uh, Okay, you go through, and over the desk, you you see tattered and scattered notes of, like, family logs and history catalogs, and it's kind of like a personal memoirs more or less of his life story telling about how he's an adventurer studying of magic and you don't find nothing specifically on magical darkness but you start to see in one of the journals at the end talking about making packs mm-hmm. and it starts talking about um, so He's you see the written uh, discussing about Looking elsewhere. The, uh, looking elsewhere other than the weave and possibly making a pact. It's the only thing I guess that can kind of look different. You being a you being a warlock would know that, you know, magical darkness can be given possibly through that. But not a lot is mentioned. It's more or less just family time. Other than the weave you said? Yeah, looking for looking for draws of power other than the weave. Other than the
0: weave, okay. Mm.
2: Hmm. You said there was also a bookshelf in there too, or no? Uh,
1: there's two like dressers and also a uh, wardrobe. Wardrobe, okay. I'll go through the dressers. Dressers, Mike, uh, you, you find uh, the one dressers for. Uh, 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 most likely the the wife and the other one's the husband's. And you find re- uh, respective nightgowns, daily clothing. Nothing magical. Nothing armor set. Just more or less the common clothing mm-hmm. in the dressers, uh, nightgowns. Uh, in the, in the male's uh, top drawer, like where the undergarments. You do actually is, like find like a little rusty dagger, like a little like last ditch effort knife. <laughs> no, kind of just t- stashed away, but very basic, old. Hey, uh, Remus, I found a dagger
2: in here if you want it.
0: Sure, why not?
2: I'll give him the rusty dagger.
1: You have a rusty dagger.
2: Yeah!
1: Be careful with the blade, you probably will get sick from it. <laughs> no, don't want to get cut you, by that.
2: What do you roll for tetanus damage?
1: Constitution save. Okay, cool. <laughs> Constitution. Right, 1d8 uh... Poison.
2: Nice. Um, Alright, so I think he's gonna finish it off with the wardrobe and go through that? Yeah, make an investigation check. Alright. Uh,
1: nine. Nine. Um, nothing too important in here specifically, but you do find two dresses that are complete, like, moth-eaten. So any detail that they had to them are bitten, chewed up, worn. Uh, you see worn and beaten boots, and here you see a short bow, this time it's strung, uh, with five arrows in it, as well as a quiver. This might
2: come in handy as well, too. Um, Got to check something real quick, sorry. Mm-hmm. Can't remember, offhand, is that considered a simple weapon or no?
1: um bow i think that may be a marsh oh no i think short bow may be simple i can't be for sure it may be marshall okay was maybe i don't know <clears throat>
2: okay um yeah i might not be any good at this uh either of you want this i'm gonna show it to either
0: remus or finks sure i mean i, I already have one without a string unless finks you need one um, I don't have one. I don't know if I know how to use one, actually.
2: Oh, it's it's really easy, actually. You you point it at what you want to shoot, and then you just pull this little. Yeah, okay.
3: I'll
4: figure it out. It
0: is a simple weapon. Nice. Right, Thank you.
4: Okay.
0: Gotcha. So yeah, thanks. Take it. I'll I'll find some string at some point and string up mine.
3: That was a short bow.
1: hmm A short bu- Short bow. Well,
3: I'm going to spend the night in the library, attuning to that skull with the diamonds in the eyes.
1: Okay. getting some rest. So, uh, are you staying up in the upstairs library, or- Yeah, the one with the fire. The one with the little fire? Okay. All right. Uh, where are you resting? Are you, are you sitting in the chair, or are you sitting in the ground, or wrapped up in the rug? What's- oh, yeah, in the rug. In the rug? Um, pull the rug over, get comfy- Wrapped up some of the clothing, tuck in. All right, you start. A, you start uh, inspecting and getting to know the skull a little bit. Okay, um, see, we're probably about two hours or so in. Azoth, you got about two hour, two more hours left. I don't know what you want to do after. Start thinking of that in this room or in this uh, place. Anyone else doing anything else before they're turning in? Are you exploring anymore? Or I would
0: have gone with Finks, I think, to the library and just sat in the chair and tried to work on the gloves.
1: Okay. Okay, cool. So, I figured uh, i
0: just put them on and stare at them for a while. Okay.
1: You, the gloves, uh, you tuned to them? It is, uh, I don't have the item page pulled up, but I know they're in your inventory.
0: They are. They're ready <laughs>
1: you get them. I know they are black and velvet in feeling, and uh, they feel like they fit just perfectly and they make you just slightly more careful when needing to get out get uh, get away in a pinch. Um, thanks you start tuning in with this skull, and as you do uh. So you are, how, how are you laying down and tuning with this scholar? How are you, what are you doing with it? It's
3: like staring at it eye to eye.
1: Okay. I'm waiting you know, for something to happen. Okay. Uh, if you I had a skull I'd show you. I don't. Just kind of staring at it. Um, you see it, the process of it, it uh, you're staring at it and then just for about an hour or so, you start gazing into the crystals and you see the jaw kind of go start chattering and go and you're gained with the knowledge that uh, this is the skull of Crack Big Back as it starts to speak to you directly kind of in your mind name's Crack Big Back an orc at your service I could help you with religion
4: checks that I know of oh.
3: Nice to meet you. I'm Finks. I can help you with moving you around. Where would you like to go? I'd like to go after the Four Lights. Tell me more.
1: The Four Lights. They are, uh... Three fey knights that came over, went up into the Smoketop Mountains, killed us. I'd like them dead.
3: Okay. Maybe we can make this work. Please, please, take me to the Red Flood.
0: Can, uh, yeah, here in the room. Thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just hear Fink's talking to the skull, right?
1: Yeah, you you see the skull kind of opening and chattering, but it's not. You don't hear the voice coming from it.
0: Okay, as long as I see that, I'm not going to address anything yet. I'm just going to let him keep doing his thing while I'm just looking and.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. So as you tune to this, uh, basically, this is the skull of Crack Big Back, um. He is a. Uh, he can give limited knowledge checks. You can use him for uh, making religion, religious uh, checks. You have, or what is it? Uh, while well attuned, the owner, uh, the owner will give the user advantage on religion checks made while consorting with the skull. Uh, when the owner begins to be attuned to the item, they can speak to the skull for knowledge. Uh, a response is not always promised, though. Okay. So, you can ask him, and if he has knowledge on the subject, then he will let you know. If not, straight check. Um, and uh, just for general, kind of like blanket, you have advantage on history ch- history and religion Consider uh, concerning the Smoketop Mountains, as well as uh, orc culture and grumsh.
4: I'm sorry, was that last thing grumsh?
1: Yeah, grumsh. Orc god, right? Yeah. Okay.
3: All right. Can I ask um, Croc about what happened to his eyes?
1: They were plucked from me at the end of combat. Dishonorable. The four lights—they shine into darkness, and you could swear that the skull spit on the ground at that. All right,
3: Remus. Do anything about the Smoke Top Mountains?
0: No. <laughs> me neither. I've been in this world... How long have I been in this world? Like a week now? Maybe
1: two? We're talking about 10 to 14... Around like 10 days or so-ish.
0: I've been here like a week and a half. I, yeah, uh, about a week and a half. I don't, I don't know too many people, so geography's a little weird for me. Understood. I hear it's a nice place, though.
3: A friend of mine recommended we. We try to see that sometime.
1: You don't. You do. Uh, you do know about the Smoke Top Mountains is splitting the continent. I do. Uh, no, to, uh, oh, I Think okay. you okay. would okay. recognize. You would know of it as a, like a land feature. Okay, landmark. Okay.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get my world map bonus. Take a look at this.
0: Um. Oh yeah, they're huge. Yeah. <laughs> Did your, uh... This this skull guy tell you? I saw his mouth moving. I don't know. Are you still talking to him? I don't want to interrupt.
3: Yeah, I'm just... We're just chatting. I'm just getting to know him. Telling him my story. He tells me his. (laughs) Actually, you know what? Can I, like, affix him to, like... I've got a mace. That's my weapon. Can I, like, affix him to, like, the top of it? Make it, like, a staff with a skull on it? Something easier to carry?
0: You know what you can use? You can use the short bow I found without string. Here you go. Okay. I'll get to work on that.
1: Alright. Um, I don't know how you want to affix it. Uh, specifically, you'll have to try and figure that out. But uh, I also wanted to let you know, so while attuned to this, you can also use the skull as a uh, spell focus. Oh, okay.
3: So.
1: Yep. I'll have to. You have to figure out how you want to attach that to attach that to the. Yeah,
3: I'll 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 draw something up later.
1: Figure something up. All right. Maybe for another night. (laughs) All right. So that's happening. Uh, What's everyone else doing?
2: While they're doing that, um, I'm going to go over to the room with the darkness. Mm -hmm. The door to it. Does it open into the room or out into the hallway?
1: Opens into the room. Opens
2: into the room. Okay. I'm going to try to reach in where the door is and close it
1: feel a little fumbling
2: around you're like <clears throat> shut the door okay um yeah that's better and then i'm going to go back to the master bedroom okay and i'm going to go first i'm going to try to attune to my little pendants and then okay, after i'm done hour. with that spend the maybe an hour going through my book studying what i can and I guess that's it, resting for the rest of the
1: night. Okay, you're in there. Cool. So you guys are kind of tuning in for the rest, turning in for the rest of your night?
0: Yeah. yeah. All right.
1: Ace off. what do you want to do, man? You have two more hours. They go by, and you did your meditation. You took a moment to, you took your rest for uh, in between that. You're I'm, on the first floor. I'm back to where I was. Yeah, man. I'm Fresh. You're feeling fresh. You're like,
4: ah, oh. right. Um, uh, you said there was, I, I wouldn't have known this, but if I go upstairs and check out in the hallway, would I be able to see you said there were, um, runes on the wall, right? Or something.
1: There was a uh, markings. There is one glyph at the far end, all the way to the, uh, if you go up the stairs and turn right at the end of that hallway, there is a glyph on the wall.
4: So if I walk up the stairs knowing, assuming that everybody else is fine, otherwise something would have
1: happened, it's yeah. something
4: that be in my eyesight? Yeah. Right. Can I go uh, inspect the glyph and see if I can read it?
1: Yeah. Uh, go make an arcana check. All right. Um, six. Six? What languages do you know?
4: Druidic, uh, Elvish, Nomish, and Goblin. Nothing. Okay.
1: Nothing. Um.
2: Nah. All right. Um. Hold on, real quick. That is that glyph
1: in like a language of sorts, or no? I just wanted to see what he knew, what he oh, would okay. recognize. Course, okay. what? Like, la- because I'm almost positive you don't know the la- You don't know it. What what languages do you know? Well, I have eyes
2: of the so I can read all kinds of languages
1: all right uh, You would see tr- traces of infernal within the glyph, but there's no specific language. Kind of the markings are within infernal. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh,
0: I can read infernal.
1: Oh, did you did you inspect the glyph as well?
0: Not yet. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow.
1: Yeah.
4: All right. Um.
1: It's hot in here. All right. Um,
4: I want to, um, is the, uh, the omnipresent voice of the house still there or has it since stopped since everybody's looked at the pictures already? Is there it's anywhere? Sto- for me
1: It's stopped since they uh, stopped disturbing the photo or the the pictures. Okay.
4: Um- as I'm observing, I'm, I'm assuming the, the pictures are still there because they stopped messing with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, is the um, the Maltons, is, is it anything that I would have a connection with from my time as an acolyte in the woods?
1: Make a history check. With advantage, too. I'm sorry, you would have with advantage. Looking at all the photos. So I rolled
4: twice, right? yeah take the higher one? Correct. Eight. Eight.
1: Um, looking at the photo with the adventuring party, you recognize some of the uh, faces are familiar. The two in the the two in the the middle, the husband and wife couple that you're pertaining, as well as um, one of the other members as an adventuring party that had come through the forest at one point in the past okay. they were on a um, quest searching for something
4: okay uh can i attempt to communicate with the um uh, the being of the the manor somehow
1: how would you I, like to, how would you like to or what would you like to do to do this or
4: uh, i kind of just uh rattle the painting i suppose and see if it can uh Wake something up, perhaps, or just jostle it gently—not uh, like aggressively, but uh, you know. Do, like you, a... do you
1: move the painting itself? Yes. So the minute you go to move it and like pull it off or shift it at the slightest, you hear the booming noise. Do not, or is it uh, you disturbed? What is it my, you disturb my family story? Um, you hear this booming, um, which which all of you guys now hear. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, can I
4: communicate with the voice? Does it respond to, um, to me being an elf?
1: What do you wish, what do you, how are you trying to communicate? It just, it kind of does it on loop and says ah. that, and then it fades out. It fades out. Um, all
4: right, hold on, let me, um... Hmm. Mm, I don't know. Um. um okay. I, I kind of... Um, let's assume that I've kind of peeked open the doors and mm-hmm. I get to the one that's the all-black all room. Yeah. Okay, and I kind of pop it open and see that it's pitch black. Um, I want to investigate that room, uh, but in doing so, I want to cast uh, Produce Flame. Okay. Uh, in doing so, it's a, a flame that I can hold for the duration of a spell. It doesn't harm me or my equipment, and sheds
1: light in a 10-foot radius. Okay. Uh, do you do this inside the room or outside the room when you cast it? When do you cast this spell? Um, I'm outside of the room
4: casting it, and then I can kind of like reach Walk. my hand. Well, I'll I'll start. You're gonna put your hand with in. With my hand, as opposed to like stepping foot in the room to see if
1: it. Yeah. Radiates. Uh, you you cast a light. You see the hallway lights up uh, brightly. You now seeing the seeing this room now more or this hallway more, you're seeing that the walls of uh, tapestry and paint and uh, wood wood panels that are that you can be seen through are broken and kind of uh, ripped and torn and looks like it's gathering. It's been about fifty or so years since anyone's been in here. Kind of seeing this seeing this room more really lit up now. Uh, and as you put your hand into the room, your hand and the flame are snuffed out in darkness. Okay. Um All right. Um,
4: I want to uh, cast um, locate object Mm -hmm. uh, specifically for the, uh, the crown that we're looking for and see if perhaps it pings inside that room.
1: You do not have any detection of locate object pinging at this time. You can go to reach out for it, and it's just cut off from you.
4: Okay. Um, all right. Uh, I'll close the door, and I'll I'll just kind of head back downstairs and uh, just hang out and wait for morning or everybody else to, to do it. I'm kind of just all right.
1: Yeah. Um, head down the stairs, go into the little foyer, entrance. are you just waiting in the foyer or are you going yeah, anywhere else to wait? Or
4: I don't think I'm going to explore any other rooms or anything like that. I was comfortable where I was. I'll just kind of. Okay. Sit again.
1: Okay, cool. Sit down. Do your little meditation, kind of keep, keeping in, uh, guard. Yeah. You guys all take a, uh, a full long rest for the morning. Yeah. All right. Uh, And with that long rest, we're going to take our quick uh, bio break to go fill up our drinks, go to the bathroom, and we'll be back in, like, two minutes or so. All right? All right. So, guys, welcome back uh, from our quick bathroom break sponsored by Oogie Games at 2406 Military Road. Head on over there if you have not yet. Let them know uh, Podcast Precinct uh, sent you over there, and... uh, Buy some video games, you know. Have some fun. But we pick up our next morning. uh, You all feel well rested. Uh, Real quick, where did everyone sleep? Library. Library.
2: Uh, Master bedroom, broken bed. Broken bed.
1: Your foyer. Uh, Finks, you slept on the ground? Yeah. In the In the rug. On the rug. Remus, where did you sleep? I uh, in the chair. In the chair? Alright. Um You all begin to wake uh feeling nice and rested except for Remus. Oh something a <laughs> You uh you feel this urge to wake up like it's you hear the calling of Command, wake up. But then there's another part of your brain that just feels no, no, you don't need to wake up yet. It's comfortable, it's it's uh, inviting. The darkness is nice. Make a wisdom, s- wisdom save. Oh, God.
0: I'm going to add my side eye to it. Deep six. Don't fail me now.
1: 12? Uh And it's, this is a comfy, this is very comfy, very relaxing. And this, this, uh, you've been traveling for about two weeks, you know, you haven't had a nice warm bed in forever. And this is the comfiest, this is the most relaxing you have been since that first boat ride. You don't want to wake up yet. I feel like Howard. Howard. Um, no, more or less. the The urge to wake up doesn't come to you. You can't fight it. There's part of your brain that says, "No, nah, not yet." You just kind of okay. go back to
0: sleep. Sleeping in. All
1: right, Howard and Fink, you guys begin to wake up naturally. Azoth, you're already awake.
4: Um, I, I, I would assume we all kind of uh, reconvene or. Kind of, uh, all just meet up at the maybe top top part of the stairs, I suppose,
1: in the, the middle. Yep. You, you, uh, you Catch walk up. up. Mm-hmm. You walk up to the top of the stairs, possibly calling out, I don't know, looking around. You guys hear Azoth's feet, uh, start walking up the stairs, as he's stepping up the stairs.
2: Uh, yep. Yeah, Howard will come out then and, uh, See what's going on. Make sure everybody's up and ready.
4: Yeah, I'm... I'll
2: mention just Remus is still sleeping.
4: Okay.
2: Uh, get caught up sleeping? on the events of the night before.
1: Yeah, you guys catch up.
3: Oh, I introduce everyone to uh,
1: Croc. Croc, what's his name? Um, crack my back. Uh, Crack Big Back. Crack. Back. Crack, big back.
3: Crack, big back.
1: crack Big Back. Crack Big Back. Crack Big Back? Oh.
3: He'll be our ambassador to the Smoketown Mountains. Oh. You talk to him? Hmm? Say hello. And then I just kind of hold him
1: up. Hello. Skull, just aimless looking. <laughs> Doesn't want to talk.
2: Okay. Right, I'll put him back. That's understandable. Um, I I
4: tell the guys that uh, I checked out the, uh, the paintings while everybody was sleeping last night kind of upstairs and uh, that I recognized... Some of the people that were in there and they came through the, uh, the woods by my, uh, sanctuary. And I tried to, uh, talk to the, uh, the being, but wasn't able to. Um,
3: Interesting. Is the dark room still dark from that it's daytime?
2: Mm-hmm. Open hey, the door. So if you would happen to know anything about the weave, would you?
4: You,
1: I know anything about the weave? Um, I should think about the weave. Make an arcana, che- arcana check. Arcana check. Okay. I got this. 21. Oh, yeah. The weave is uh, the force. It's kind of like the force where all Jedi powers kind of come through. This is kind of the uh, equivalent for magic, where uh, Mistral, the goddess of magic, uh, created... Um, Created magic and gave it out to the humanoids and uh, beings that could tap into it to then conjure spells and use it for their their needs. The weave is kind of the source of all magic that arcane individuals, whether through divine power or um, practical study, can tap into some uh, patrons of old and beings that were not gods, but... God adjacent can grant abilities that can as well tap into the weave itself. So yes, I, I do know
4: some about the weave.
2: Oh, okay, I what I thats uh—that's interesting. And then I'll kind of explain how I found the note saying they like the family or whatnot is going to look for whatever other than the weave and see if that maybe meant anything or if he picked up or not. Hmm. Oh, yeah, um thought maybe that might be a key towards this magical darkness. But uh I guess not. So. Okay. Hmm.
4: Um I tell them, well, I'm assuming they told me what was going on with the Oh no, wait. Who would would everybody have known about the uh the trinkets and whatnot on the floor? Like is that knowledge I would have now? Yeah. Or is
2: it, um, I don't think Remus said anything
0: about it, did you? I don't <clears> think <throat> so.
2: No. No.
0: Nope. Uh, am I safe to assume I am currently still sleeping as well? hmm Yep, so yeah, no. Thanks, wouldn't have known about it or anything like that? Who are I, know, I, I do, but I didn't share it.
2: Okay. I'm uh, sorry. Yeah, it's fine. Um...
3: Sorry, I was kind of wandering off, and I just started thinking about how I was able to see the floorboards and into the kitchen. Yeah. Would I be able to decide, like, discern from, from that knowledge where underneath the dark room would be? Yeah. Okay.
1: If you weren't down, you could attempt to figure where that would be.
3: Okay. I think I want to. I want to do that. If we're if we're done with our our morning meeting here,
4: yeah. I explore yeah. a little more. Did we um Did we see oh. all there is to see on the first floor, or did we kind of backtrack away after the uh, mimic almost bit my arm off? You guys kind of backtracked.
2: Alright, so there's still more of downstairs to explore. mm mm-hmm.
0: oh, wow. There's
2: That's more cool. rooms. Alright. All right, um, yeah, you guys go ahead. I'll grab Remus, and I'll walk in the room and try to wake him up.
1: Okay. Uh, Remus, make a wisdom check. Or wisdom save. Thirteen... Thirteen And with, uh, how we're kind of waking you up this time, you feel this, uh, oh, you feel really, uh, probably the best night you've, you've slept in a while and get up fully rested. Whew. Feel better? I think
0: so. I w- apparently was very sleepy. This chair is concerning.
2: Yeah. You were snoring logs there. Um, Big yeah, the rest of the... Everybody else is going to go through the bottom of the first floor, and we're going to check that out, so... If you want to tag along?
0: Yes. Um, yeah, we'll go find everyone.
2: Okay. And I'll leave them back out. All right. Towards everybody else.
1: Okay, cool. You guys uh, head down the stairs... What do you guys want to do? Which door? Where do you guys want to go?
3: I want to get underneath the dark room. Figure out where I, that is.
1: I'm going to get underneath the dark room? All right, cool. Uh, put this right here. I
0: found this in the dark room, by the way. I'll show, sure like, the bloody, what I assume is bloody-ish looking copper piece with the, the horns on it. Mm-hmm. I think it's got something to do with Tieflings or demons or something. So I
2: don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Do you mind if
1: I take a look? I suppose. So, so here's uh, interesting thing. Uh, Howard, the coin you're given, it's just a copper piece coin with a Tiefling face on it. You don't see any bloodiness on it.
2: I'm gonna look around because he mentioned like bloodiness. I'm gonna mm-hmm. see like he, anything. Was it bloody? You just wiped it off, or it is. Bl- uh, uh, I, I'm talking. I'm talking. Okay. Remus. Yep, yep. Was it bloody Remus, and uh, you just wiped it off, or
0: I didn't wipe it off. It's still bloody. Mm.
2: I'm gonna look at it. It's <laughs> fine to me. I'm gonna like rub it and see.
1: Oh, it's, it's no tarnish a little bit, but not bloody by any means.
2: I'm gonna look at the tiefling on there. mm Hmm. You said it's tiefling, right? Or, yep. Tiefling okay.
1: with the... You can, you, you can assume it's a tiefling, kind of like that or devilish because you see these horns coming up off of it.
2: Hmm. Do I put two and two together with the notes and the little coin?
1: that With, possibly- with yeah. that high of a check and knowing what that level is for, you're going to put the two and two together. Okay. Um,
2: this might be something from... The Nine Hells here, Remus.
0: Oh. (laughs) We'll put it back in my pocket for now, then.
2: (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Have you seen anything strange? I didn't, but while I was going through the notes, I did come across something about Mammon. I don't know if you're familiar with him or not. Excuse me? I, I came across something about Mammon. I don't know if you're familiar with him. Where? Uh, oh, I didn't tell you. In the notes in the uh, in the master bedroom, I was going through it. Um, I'm assuming it was the the main guy from the family, Mister Moulton. What? What was the dude's name?
1: Show me the notes. Okay, and I'll pull out the notes and kind of show them. All right. Um, so the notes uh, the notes are written as you're now ex- kind of like going through them a little bit more. And uh, tensely. The notes are written by a uh where's my name? Multon. M-U-L-T-E-N. And uh you see it actually has now it has a name Farron Multon. Uh, uh Farron Malton. Farron Multon, yes. And he as you're now reading through this remote, the majority of this journal is a kind of like a uh, adventuring log. Kind of like a what the family had done, the journeys it has gone through, some personal accomplishments and lessons they've learned. And then at the very end, it, there begins to make talks of making packs with powers from beyond. And the name Mammon is kind of scribbled and kind of like marked. Interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. So this is like, just to clarify, you would say this is more of a travel log than it versus like a personal journal, or is it both? Like it's it's it's, it's
1: a it's a combo. It's like a personal travel log. It's kind of like a personal journal that was taken on a travel. Like okay, it's uh, um, I guess mem- memoirs.
0: Yeah, would you say that's where it ends with the stuff about Mammon, or mm-hmm.
1: that's kind of where it starts to end?
0: Okay, um, I'll hand it back to Howard and ask him if he found any other journals from this person. Uh,
2: nothing else that I found, no, but, uh, in the library that you guys were sleeping in, I did find the, those two books, The Last Dragon uh, King and The One-Eyed Beholder, which, that sounds like a euphemism for something, I'm not sure. Huh.
0: Um, but, uh. Yeah, and you said you found
2: that coin in the room. There any any more coins like that, or was that the only one? Yeah, uh,
0: it was dark. That's why I, uh, <laughs> oh, I didn't know if you felt around and found more or not. I I wasn't really trying to find any sort of living things down there. I just kind of scooped and left. I
2: see. I see. What's
0: mm-hmm. uh. Um, let's,
2: uh check out underneath with Finks and see what we might find, and if not, we can go back up.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I'll catch up back to Finks. Okay. By this time, uh, Finks, you were going straight... You are you had a mission. You were okay. going straight to it, right? Yes. Okay. Is it uh, just you heading there?
3: Uh, I think Azar is following me. Is following
1: mm-hmm. All right. So you uh, head down the stairs, and you cut right, and you're walking into the little foyer. As you cut right, uh, just so you're mindful, you have a hallway to your right. You go forward a little bit. There's another little cutout way. You walk into the dining room where the uh, mimic was. You pass around to the other end of the dining room. Uh, You enter a kitchen where you see this counter where the pots and pans were. Uh, There's like a sink with... um, you know, dirty smashed pot, uh, clay pots, and papers are ripped, and there's silverware mess everywhere, and broken dressers, and or not dressers, like uh, cupboards. You turn right, and you see to the the direction of where the black room, where the pitch dark room was above. Um, there's a wall, and in the center where the doorway is, there is a, a string of like hippie beads, kind of. Okay. With flower, like, strings of, like, almost, like, pop, like flower petals str- uh, strung up as well in between with the beads. I'm going to kind
3: of look at Azoth and just kind of, like, this is more your thing, isn't it?
4: Yeah. Uh, is there anything that I recognize from my travels? Nothing
1: specifically your travels, but this is very druidish ish um, in uh, nature. Very... Uh, it has a very... Zen and calling, kind of like, oh, this looks almost like a meditation type esque um, uh, peacefulness to it.
4: Uh, I, I kind of tell Finks uh, this has a sense of familiarity to it, and if you'd like, I can go out forward and push in first if you want. I'll be right behind
1: you. So I'll go. Make my way past the uh the beaded entranceway. Alright, you pass through this little beaded entrance, and as you pass in uh the creaking of the floors behind you with Finks following, and possibly by the time of you can hear the faint discussion of Howard and Remus from upstairs previously. As you pass through these doors, or this little entrance, it all ceases. And you start to feel this cool breeze and the ground goes from this wood uh, flooring to grass, soft grass. The ground is cool but not cold and it's inviting. Um, You look around and the room is 30 feet wide, goes in 30 feet or so and... It is walls all around are covered in flowers, all around. And the ceiling is just this light um, cl- setting of clouds, kind of illusionary on the ceiling above you. Um, you, you look in the, the, to your sides where the walls and the flooring meet. It looks like there's protrusions of, of crystal shards popping up uh, about two or three feet off the ground. Um, as you walk into your right behind you, There's a tree in the corner with some large rocks kind of positioned around it um, off to the sides. And in front of you, as you walk into this room, you see an altar about five feet from the back of the wall in front of you. Four feet in width, stone, and covered with blood smearing over it. Possibly desecrated.
3: Um. Is, is there any uh, markings on the altar? Anything? I don't know. Any sigils or any, anything that I might recognize?
1: Um. Make a make relation check. Ooh. Can I do the same? I'll let you both make religion checks. Go for it. That is a 10. 10. Seven.
3: All right. Unless I get advantage from the skull. Mm-hmm. How about the work of an orc?
1: Pulling out, uh, asking him. Uh, You would not, in okay. this sense. Not in general. Um. Let's see. There's nothing on here real quick. Where is the altar? You said, what was your check? Ten. Ten? Mm-mm. All you see it is uh, on the altar. You don't really notice anything. Actually, no, you would with that. Um, it looks like there is a... Markings to the Lady of the Night, which is a goddess of the moon, as well as safe passage for uh, sailors, primarily sailors. Um, and walking up to that, you see that there are three kind of half bowl cup shaped mar- uh, spots on the altar kind of fit almost like a baseball almost like a soft, no not softball, almost like a baseball sized uh, ball could be set in three different little kind of placings. Okay. Well, I'm
3: assuming that's a good sign for me then. That's a god of the moon. Uh, I'm going to cast Guidance on myself and I'm going to approach the altar.
1: Okay. Cast Guidance, you approach the altar. All
3: right, and just take a closer look. Um, I'll stand right up, right up on top of it. Or not on top of it, but right up at it.
1: All right, you get right up on top of it. Uh there is some uh it's it's cold. It's well structured. It it doesn't look like it has weathered to the years as the rest of the house has. Um there is blood staining on the sides of it and there is a uh, little crystals off the side of it here on top of the altar. All right, is there anything in those bowls? Nope, they're empty. They look like the there's there's space that a baseball type object could be placed in them though. So, but they're empty. just kind of smoothed out. Okay.
3: Can I take them off or are they attached?
1: They're attached. They're kind of like built into the altar.
3: Okay. Um, can I just kind of like play around with them, see if they're mechanical in any way?
1: Mhm. Yeah. Uh you're you're kind of feeling it and it's actually like carved into the top of it actually. So, like it's not really mechanical, but uh upon investing. Upon investigation and kind of getting in on it and feeling it and looking around, uh, they feel almost like hand-carved and have little tiny, uh, little crater like little tiny craters and little markings cut into the spot to put into the holes. It's almost oh. like they're they're scooped, almost like ice cream scooper. like scooped it and then little tiny like. Markings and engravings and indents are made around it, so they're not perfectly scooped. Okay. I kind of think um, it kind of resembles the moon, like moon craters. Well, I am at a
3: loss here.
4: I'm not sure what this thing does. Yeah, uh, I let Finks know that uh, I'm a land druid and I'm not part of the moon circle, so while familiar, it's not well known to me exactly what is going on
1: well this this looks like uh a uh like an altar that was possibly used for just kind of praying or just just kind of like devotion to the god uh your knowledge both of your knowledge combined I could just very easily say that there is nothing that comes up with blood ritual or anything type any type of sacrificing in that sort anything in that sort to the moon god to the lady of the night um. that that sticks out differently. And that's the one thing that looks odd within this room, at least on the altar.
4: Is you there th- any way for mm, still making the connection about the, uh, the house and the, the voice that was in the house? Uh, is there any way for me to communicate from within here to the being of the house? Maybe by mm-hmm. like meditation or prayer or something?
1: If you want to, you can attempt to do a meditation or prayer. Uh, what do you want to do exactly? Uh, one more detail. I'm sorry, I had it off to the side. Is that um, along uh, with the bl- along with the blood stains? You because you're right up on the altar. You do have the faint smell of brimstone as well, Finks. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, Isa, So, what do you want to do?
4: Um, I, I still want to like see if I can somehow like uh, communicate with. Again, I guess the house uh, to either find out like what exactly happened here recently that everything was like ransacked, like and torn up, or what the last thing to have happened here was. Okay, uh, how do you want to
1: do that specifically? It's um, a good question. Um, it's not. Imp- I mean, it's not impossible entirely. Just I don't know how you want to do it. Um. Or if there's a spell that lets you do it, or I don't know. Some tra-
4: there is is a spell, but the I guess one of the traits of being uh, the druid is that I do have the uh, you know the shelter of the faithful, so I get healing and care at a temple or shrine uh, established through the presence of the faith. So if it is somehow, if there is a circle of land. Attachment that I can like bond with somehow. Maybe I can connect on a spiritual level, like praying, okay. essentially. If that makes sense.
1: Um. Okay. I can. I'll let you do like a druidic meditation of sorts. Okay. Uh, do, you're not a religious type, are you? Uh, Specifically,
4: me? I'm an acolyte. Yeah.
1: You're an acolyte, but to a specific. Is it to a sp- anything specific, or is it more or less to nature, or are you an to the old gods in general the old gods kind yeah. of the older um I'll let I'll let you take the time and try and do a meditation of sorts on the you want to kind of set up a space on the ground and pray and do a kind of like do a yeah a just kind like of and
4: just kinda like bond or get into it like uh, I'm assuming the, that this place is probably the most
1: at peace or at home that I've been in this house from mm-hmm. everything else. I'm like Easily. nature yeah uh, you definitely this is uh, one with the room I can let you roll this um, alright yeah you take the time
3: Hey, okay, while, while he's doing that um, can I do that ritual cast of detect magic as well
1: of course version. cool sweet uh, you do ritual uh, detect magic and you actually feel um, two pings go off um, I'm almost positive two pings I'll double check that um, one or two you need me to roll something or uh yes. I need you to roll a uh religion check. Alright. So because as you start to uh you sit down, pull out a couple of your druid trinkets and your uh little, little symbols. You pull out a couple um faithful items, little statuettes from the old gods, place them out, symbol, something for fire, for air, earth, uh water you kind of place them around you and uh, how do you are, are you like a sit down meditation type of guy are you a standing are you an at yeah. the altar kind of how do you where are you in this okay. room or sitting on the ground just kind of like physical contact
4: with that like okay. with everything around me
1: so uh, as you sit down uh, you do you see as you start to place stuff on the ground around you there is a indented almost like a scorched mark in front of the altar, okay. just on the ground, is almost something—a uh, blast of sorts—possibly happened there. You do make note of that. Okay. Sit down. You start to place it. Uh, what was your re- What was your religion? Check Seven, eight. eight. Um. Take a moment, breathe it in, and you feel the rush of the wind from within this room. You feel the uh, light of the moon kind of casting over you and you were almost there but it faded away. There was nothing there. The connection was started to be made and then it was just kind of out of touch. Just Whether it be not, en- not enough of a role, it being during the day, you don't know. Unfortunately. Okay. Um,
4: I let Fink know. Okay. But-
1: Okay. Uh during this ritual you do come up uh think pop up with detect magic and you do see uh see where is it? There is that. Um where is it? You see. Mm-hmm. Okay. You see uh you see a bit of a glow from the back corner from behind where the tree is tucked underneath somewhere the rocks are, you see a uh, beginning of a, of a glow of magic. Alright, I'm going to go investigate that. Mm-hmm. And, see real quick, the types of magic of what it is. Uh, types of magic. Uh, D and D.
0: Can I help Finkson, like, check for traps first before he goes for the glow?
1: Yeah, by, uh, we'll say, because within 10 minutes of casting the ritual and the meditation, at this point, Howard and Remus are kind of just coming in now, which, by the way, as they were walking in other halls, or in other rooms, you don't hear them approach. Oh. Okay. Um, so you begin, so you see Finks kind of walking over towards you, Remus, as you're walking through the store, and he oh. cuts over to where this tree is, with these stones.
3: Let's do it. Oh, this is uh, something special about this place. I need, to, I need to look at it further. I'm going to start reaching for the stones and whatever's giving you know,
0: me. You should hold on. Uh, <laughs> let's like at least poke a stick under there first so nothing takes your hand.
1: You say stick. The... And I'll
0: hold on my I don't little know It could be traps. I don't trust trees.
1: <laughs> I don't trust trees. <laughs> um... I don't
0: trust anything in this... Anything can move in this house.
1: <laughs> um... Okay. See. See. Which um, I'm gonna look
2: back to. Is like the doorway still behind us? Like, can I still see the hallway that we came from, or no? The hallway. F- Wait. What? Like where we came from to enter the magical yeah, grass? We find garden. our way back out. Like, do I see like the doorway that we entered from? Does it still look like it's from inside the house? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, it's still from the house. It's just kind of more or less like this is a personal room that is sealed off for like don't disturb me while I'm in here type of a thing.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Kind of like a little like this is mom's room in the house. Like don't disturb me. I'm in my space gotcha. type of a okay. thing. Uh, yeah, uh, and these stones you see like they're, they're kind of, they're not like little tiny stones. Like They're like more a little massive kind of like they're not boulders but they're like Larger rocks that are a little heavier tucked and placed around this tree nicely in a circle mo- movement. And uh, underneath the one you do see this brown parcel that is kind of wrapped up with this rope as Remish kinda poking it and prodding it and uh, were you checking for traps or were you just poking it? I was also checking for traps. <laughs> traps. Did you make a trap did you make a roll? I didn't I always forget what's a roll. Tell me what's a roll. It's um is it traps is uh was it sight of hand? I think. Yeah. Or no, no. Traps, investigation. Traps is uh, investigation for traps. Disarming is sleight of hand. 21. 21. This is not trapped. These are some rocks.
0: Alright, go for it, Finks. Alright. Okay. Pick it up and open it.
1: Alright, you open it up and what you see is a, uh, a leather armor with uh, nice... Uh, in uh d- depressed I think is it where it looks like the um the image is kind of ingrained and like pressed into the leather of roses up on the chest plate of it of the leather of the leather plate and it 's a set of uh studded leather art armor but it 's non metal and instead of actual like little metal studs it 's uh thorns no no uh, i right, 'm gonna go walk
3: that over to Azov.
1: As well as, hold on, <laughs> in the pouch, uh, you also see a little package wrapped up with a note on it that says, to my love, forever years F, ah, with like a little signature. Yeah, I'm going to walk that over to Azof. Uh, do you open the little package, or do you keep it, the little package, as it is? Oh, I would open it, yeah. I'm like, a little kid at a birthday party. All right. Uh, you open it up, and it's a little woven bracelet. Kind of like a hemp bracelet that is uh, that is woven and has a dark, uh, smoky gray black with like crackles of purple stones that are woven into the hemp bracelet. Oh, that's interesting. All
3: right.
4: Well, yeah. I, I show them the what I found. So, what do you make of what do you make of these? Um. I would assume the the armor is definitely elven, or geared more
1: towards the elves. Uh, it's it's actually it's it's elven in make, but it is uh, sized slightly smaller, possibly for a half elf or a human. Hmm. But knowing magic armor of, of sorts, uh, this would re this would have uh, the ability to kind of resize or refit for hmm. whoever it is. So.
4: Um, would
1: I, uh, did, uh,
4: Finks read the note again? I'm sorry.
3: Yeah, I'll I'll read it off again.
4: Actually, you know what? Finks
3: probably wouldn't have even read it, to be honest. He probably would have just kind of saw it and lost it.
4: Uh, do I recognize the bracelet? Is there anything that I would have recognized? Uh,
1: no. I mean, this looks like, uh, I'm sure you've seen like hemp wrapped bracelets are like wo- like like woven like stitch bracelets but nothing specifically. Uh read the note. It says uh to my love forever yours. F. The letter F. The letter F. Um not E F F.
4: Okay. Um I could use some new armor.
1: Could
0: check out the bracelet.
1: Check out the bracelet. It's a little hemp wrap bracelet with a stone in the center, kind of like what you'd make for your friend at like summer camp. Instead of like bead, instead of like putting like a bead or like a coin or a pendant in it, it's a a stone. Uh, I asked Frank
4: if I could keep the armor. Yeah, doesn't. I'll I'll, I'll drop. It smells like an elf. I don't want it. (laughs) <laughs> I hand back the bracelet I think understandable um so I guess I'll equip the armor
1: okay uh you'll have to take time to take it off and attune to it and put it on but congratulations you have a rose studded leather armor so bump up your AC uh you'll take care of that I assume yeah I could pop that okay. on
4: um can anybody oh I don't know I don't think that I can um uh, I ask if any of these guys can find out if there's anything uh magical about the the bracelet, if there's anything special about the stone that's in it. Uh
3: well, it was the tech of magic, right? That went off on the bracelet.
1: Yes, there is there is magic on the bracelet. What what was, uh, what was that? Um it would be let's see, it's not enchantment. Let's see, um divination. I guess it would be And shielding. Nope. It'd be uh, a sort of conjuration transmutation mix you're getting. There isn't a specific school for it. All right. I'm going to slap it on then. I'm going to slap it on? It's a slap bracelet, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You don't feel anything different. It's possibly something you have to attune to. Uh, It may or may not attune to you due to your class.
3: Okay, that's fine. I will. I will try later.
1: Go for it. I don't know. Um,
4: you said there were two pings. I'm assuming that that was the armor and the bracelet. Yes. Okay. Um.
3: Well, the whole reason I wanted to come in here is because I wanted. I point to Howard. You to do the shooting thing up there.
2: Okay, sure, why not? I would just blast the roof.
1: Make attack roll. Hit the roof. Roll damage. We
3: gotta make those we gotta make those coppers fall from the sky now. <laughs> uh that
2: is
1: seven points of damage. Seven points of damage. Mm-hmm. Um hit the ceiling, uh, you start to see a crack in the, in, the, in the ceiling start to. Little piece of wood fell. Hmm.
4: Does the uh, environment change at all that was in the sky? You said it was like clear and... Like it, some light clouds. Uh, is it reacting to the Eldritch Blast at all? Is the uh, illusion of the
1: room changing? So, As the first blast it you see the clouds slightly kind of parted. And after the blast it kind of after the little piece of wood falls the it kind of covers it back up this illusion or interesting whatever this is um, okay I
2: shoot another one
1: uh, same spot the damage yeah same spot all right um all right uh, on that uh, one of the pieces of wood falls. Where are you shooting it exactly in the room?
2: Um,
1: so you walk into the room. Guess, how far in are you? Where are you shooting at? All that.
2: Uh, I would be over by the altar and probably shoot it, like, directly above the altar.
1: Okay, cool. I I, I assumed that, but I didn't want to assume. Cool. Yeah. Uh, piece of the wood falls off of the ceiling and kind of smacks uh, the altar. And you actually hear... Uh, Booming echo within the room. I love you. May the devil be a fool to outsmart me.
2: You guys hear that too?
1: It echoed. Okay.
2: Echoed in the room. That's what I thought. Just making sure.
1: Um... What did he say? I love you. May this devil be a fool to outsmart me. Devil.
2: Yeah, Um, I'm I'm starting to get the feeling that this house is tied to some kind of infernal devil. No offense, Remus. Um, Do we want to stay here, or what do we want to do?
0: I'm extremely offended. (laughs) for, For so many reasons. Yeah. Um. Did you poke a hole through the ceiling yet? Or what?
1: There's a small crack in it. Uh, pe- like little chips of water have fallen, but not nothing substantially large yet.
2: Um, I will shoot <gasps> another Eldritch Blast, I guess, at the same spot.
1: Same spot? Yeah. Uh, Great. Uh, uh,
2: nice. 11.
1: Nice. That's uh, d- damage?
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, Nothing fell and smacked on the altar, so it's good, but you do see a uh, more of a size of a hole of a fist kind of blast through now. Clouds parted, and uh, you see the clouds start to fade from a lighter, softer, uh, whiter, more light gray to a darker, more uh, thunderstorm-ish color. Doesn't get darker in the room. Still lighter. It's still light in here, but you do see a couple of coins fall from the ceiling. Ch 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 ching. Four or five copper pieces.
2: Oh, perfect. The um, hole that I blasted—is it like dark beyond the hole? Completely yep. dark. Okay. Um. Did looks like we might be hitting the jackpot here? Okay. Um. Can
4: I, um, without, I don't know, I don't want to, like, damage myself too much or anything, but can I, uh, I don't know, maybe cut my hand open on uh, a crystal or something like that and drip some blood onto the altar to see what happens?
1: You may. Um, cut your hand on one of the crystals, kind of pour some blood out over it, and, uh, where are you? Where are you putting the blood? Or where, how kind of? Where are there, you trying there to? Were
4: the, there were the divots, little it's divots. It can fill. I don't know how big they were, but if like enough drips into a little bit. Uh, sure they're way.
1: they're about like a like a full cut. Like they can fit a, a baseball, like half a baseball into it. So you don't want to fill it up total, oh, right?
4: No, but just enough enough to, like to kind of sprinkle. It. Some kind of a, a reaction of some sort.
1: Um, no reaction with that, actually. Okay. Mm-hmm.
4: Um, can I go
3: inspect any coppers?
1: Inspect the coppers. There's a, a fling face on it. On all of them? Yep. Clean, kind of tarnished looking. like Not like a clean, clean, but like a, kind of like a penny that you've had. The pennies that are laying around. Kind of like, you know, they're dirty, but not like bloody penny or anything. Pennies. Basically pennies. Up. Yeah, the Remus pennies. Are you
3: famous for these parts? Were you a king? I can't say I've ever been here. Only important people have their face put on the
0: money. That is true.
2: He does make a point there, Remus. I'm going to hold up one of the coins. Does this look bloody to you too? To me? hmm It does.
0: Does it not look bloody to you?
2: No, it just looks like it's a little tarnished, but that's it.
0: I can
3: make it look bloody, and I'm going to put one of the coins in the in Azoth's blood <laughs> holders.
1: The coin is now bloody.
3: Bloody now. Okay.
0: Does this help? I'm going to give it to Remus. I mean, help is relative, I suppose. It
2: is a little dark. I'm going to take another one of the coppers. I'm going to place it in the basin with uh, Azoth's blood and just like let it sit there if it does okay. anything or not.
1: Sits there. Bloop. Sitting there. Tiefling is staring back at you, just same. What if it needs tiefling blood?
0: I ask. Staring at. I will, I will take my tetanus dagger I just recently found. There's so many better choices. <laughs> Alright, fine. I'll take Kevin the Key Knife. Because he only has a tiny blade. And I'll break my finger and touch the, the coin that I have that looks bloody to me.
1: Coin in your hand? Make a perception check.
0: Actually. Come on, something okay. 19.
1: 19. You could swear... The face winked at you, just kind of like a... And that was it. You could swear it did, but you don't know for sure if you saw that correctly. I'm
0: 90% sure that the blood made the coin wink at me. I don't know what it means, but it happened. How many coins were up there, Remus? I did not count. I only touched one. Did it seem like there was anything else up there? Not that I felt it, just felt like one big thing splashed around of metal.
1: Well, no, so so like when you're sticking, like you felt like you were more loud, you know, was coins. It's kind of like what you were pushing through is a bunch of coins that were just on the ground, flat.
0: So yeah, it's kind
1: of okay. How far uh, is the ceiling
2: from the like? If I were to stand on the top of the altar, how far could I reach to hit the ceiling?
1: See, how tall are you?
2: Uh, About six foot.
1: You're six foot. Altar is about four and a half feet tall. You're about two feet shy of the ceiling. Mm.
2: I can help. Uh,
3: Can I climb up on top of Howard? Sure,
2: come on up. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to lift him up. I was uh, going to reach through the hole and see if maybe you wanted to feel anything, but I mean, if you can climb in there too, that's up to you. Just don't go too far. Why don't we just go upstairs and go through the room? Well, I wanted to see if it was the same effect or not if we come in through this way. Okay.
3: Yeah, I put my arm in there and start like feeling around.
1: You uh, put your arm up over this broken little hole and you start feeling around and on the ground on, like, the floor in the room above, you could feel coins around it. I'm start, like,
3: raking them, raking them out. Shh,
1: it's like... It's like a, get... just, I, mean, I mean, if you just take your time, you're trying to pull coins, you see about 15 copper fall, 16, 17, 25 copper pieces he's pulling and just kind of pulling down. It's like, uh, almost kind of like when you go to the slot machine, you put the coin in, like, two or three pull at a time. That's kind of what's happening. Interesting.
3: And they're all tiefling faces. Mm-hmm.
2: And they're all copper.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I am very confused by this. Um, when he was sticking his arm through, does it look like his arm completely disappears into the void?
1: Uh, how far up are you trying to stretch? Like, w- as far as he's putting his hand, it is disappearing. I don't know how far up you're trying to sc- uh, stretch your hand into there. Like, are you trying to push him where he can get his whole arm up, or is he just oh, his yeah. hand?
2: Like, yeah, like whatever. I was just keeping an eye on, like, when he goes to put his hand to scrape out the mud.
4: Oh yeah,
1: when, it, stuff, when like, his, like, his hand goes it, up, it like,
2: disappears. Into the- okay. okay.
1: Yeah, it disappears. <clears throat>
4: okay. While they're doing that, I want to make my way back through the house out towards the front porch. Okay. Uh. I'm assuming the hole is still in the stairs where the, uh, black thing was before, correct?
1: You walk out, uh, hole is still there.
4: I look in or, like, kick something, like, a stone or a pebble to see if I can get the, uh, thing back.
1: The The black thing?
4: Yeah. Uh. To, a, like, a alert its presence.
1: Okay. Uh, make an investigation check. Uh, or how quick? How quick of a of a glance? Are you just taking a glance to look at it? or Are you looking for this thing? To, uh, I, I'm
4: I'm legit like looking for this thing. And I investigation. Wrote, I rolled twenty one.
1: Oh yeah, you uh you see peeking underneath your headway right after you kind of like kick a couple of stones and a little be- broken piece of wood. Uh, you see about oh, twenty feet down to the side of the house in front of like where the kitchen would be. Right. Part of that part of the of the uh, porch. Underneath you see this this black mass kind of crawling it's coming towards just slowly, ever so slightly crawling up and over at this all
4: right um, I think I have some money on me. I want okay. to um, what do I have here forty five do I just have gold? All I have is gold, all right, I want to take one of my gold pieces, okay market. Somehow, like distinctly, maybe with a, I don't know, a rose, why not? Okay. Uh, and I, I want to basically make it so that this black thing gets it. And that's about it. Like, I, it's kind of like a, I'm, I'm throwing food down for it to eat, and I want it to consume the, uh, try and consume the gold piece.
1: Okay, let me see. Um... Touching the... So you see, it, as it uh, you flick the the little uh, gold piece into it, with the rose. Uh, are you trying to hit it at the gold piece? Are you trying to hit the actual black mass, or in front of it and have it crawl over it?
4: Uh, to have it to have it crawl over it, like it, it's it's shiny, it wants the shiny. Yeah. It wants, yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, you see it as it crawls over it. It slithers past it, and the coin is no more.
4: Okay. Uh, run back downstairs to the, to the, the, the hidey hole. The, well, wherever the, where we were at
1: before. The, uh, okay, you run back inside and into the room, okay? You run in? Tell to look for
4: my coin. Feel around and see if they can, uh, scoop my coin down. Oh. Keep
2: cool. scooping and seeing if, uh, there's something else besides the copper pieces that
1: comes down. Got it. So trying to scoop for gold coin?
2: And I'll lift things up more into the hole and see if he can reach around and feel it.
1: Okay, um... How far in are you letting yourself get put into this hole?
3: I will put things. my head and both arms in there if I have to.
1: Okay. Um, you're scooping just kind of whole body scoops of just arms? Yeah, I mean, yeah, whatever I can do. I don't know how
3: far I can fit, so I don't
1: okay.
0: know how
1: big is. But no, I mean, like so like you... Uh, we'll say with, with uh, some pushing and prying and maybe another blast or two, trying to get things up in there, you have enough of a, of a hole to pop a whole goblin body up into. Okay. And you pop him up halfway in and... How much are you scooping, or what are you reaching for? I mean, I don't really, I can't really see,
3: so I'm just scooping Line. as far as I can reach, pulling it forward, picking in a different direction. Seeing what falls, yeah.
1: Okay, um,
3: I'm like that coin machine game at Dave and Buster's, just pushing as many coins okay. as
1: I can. Yeah, uh, you know the one. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, you get <laughs> uh, over the course of two or three minutes of pulling and scooping, you've comprised a pile of roughly, no, 150 copper pieces. You see one silver piece.
3: Or so. Mm-hmm. just oh. And it has the face?
1: Same thing, yep. I'm going to get down. Bloody yeah. as well for you, Remus, if you were looking at the silver. All the coins look bloodied.
3: I'm going to fill the the cups with coins. I'm just going to put them all in there.
1: Okay. Consolidate uh, okay. them. Yeah. Fill the cups with coins. How gonna I don't know what to do with these things. The dark room. You go, You what?
2: Howard's going to go upstairs to the dark room.
1: All right, you go upstairs to the dark room.
2: Mm-hmm. I'll, let you, I'll let you guys finish off downstairs first.
4: Um, I'll stay put.
3: Maybe we can bring the rope through. And then we just have, like, a way in and out, so we don't get lost in there.
0: Did we get, essentially, all of the coins out of there?
1: You don't know. You have no idea. Okay.
0: But do we have... Is it just copper and silver, or is there, like, a gold random here or there, too?
1: There is... It's all copper, but one silver so far.
0: Okay. Um... Can we try... I guess what you I would do? ask Fink to try and grab a bunch of them, and we'll try filling the holes in the altar with them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, um, Fink's kind of already started to try it, and uh, you help him fill the holes on the altar. Fill mm-hmm. it with it. Uh, make perception check for me, Remus.
4: Uh, I will cast uh, Guidance on him for that if he wants. Yeah. All right.
1: D four,
0: yeah. Come
1: mm-hmm. on, twelve. No nope. coins in blood. A little bit. Nothing uh, fancy about them, other yeah. than the Tiefling face.
3: Wasn't there something that you said that was like locked up there?
0: Yeah. Did we ever find that? Wasn't me. It was locked. Um,
3: yeah, I guess that thing would open and close the doors. Oh yeah, there, there, you
1: heard you heard like a window, sh- uh, window, a window shatter kind of like oh, so like it was a window. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, was there? Did anyone see like any sort of keyling riding around the building?
1: Like you... anybody? I none. No, not, not that you guys looked for.
2: I'm already upstairs, but... What did the, uh... Uh... Finks, did you see any other rooms around here?
3: Um... I don't, th- I don't think I did.
1: Um, you did see when you walked down the stairs, and you went and you cut right to go towards the dining room and then the kitchen that direction. Yep. Uh, there are two hallways that led to a, uh... led down to your right.
3: Oh, okay, so we have just two rooms then.
1: Or It it led in a direction. We don't know what's there.
0: Okay. I'll relay that info. Should we all go together? I can stay here.
4: uh, Just in case uh, Howard falls through or anything else comes through. uh, And uh, just kind of uh, be one again.
1: Okay. All right. Start meditating. Can I throw another? What was it before perception?
4: Yeah. Is, can I do another one of those just to see? Now that all this is going on and some stuff
1: has happened since then. Yeah. What do you? What are you specifically kind of looking out for during I this check? If there's any uh, connection with uh, the um. Oh, with the, like a religion type thing. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. You want to do another religion check? Yeah. You roll a religion check. All right. Uh, we're going to let uh, Remus and Fink head towards. Are you guys headed to- heading towards the other room. Yep. And then Howard's yeah. upstairs.
0: So let, 21. Let,
1: 21. Um, you feel... With, with that high... Uh, you don't feel any connection to this house as far as... Um, anyone specific. Any specific being or entity. Uh, you do feel a... A familiarity in the sense of uh, old powers, and you're somewhat connecting that towards the uh, the old, the old primal gods, kind of like the old the gods of old for the elements, kind of touch and are. You know, as far as the pantheon of gods go, the 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 moon has kind of always been there and was one of the first gods that were created, and they were one of the first. Elder gods that came after the gods of old, you know, they're like one of the she, one of the more of the ancient ones, and there's a slight kind of a cousin kinship that you can feel, especially also being a druid, um, you know, you're not a, a circle druid of the of the moon, moon circle, or circle of the moon, but uh, there's a kinship feeling that you can tell, but nothing is set in stone, and there's no direct link. Okay,
4: there's no uh, feeling
1: of danger or unease. Do I
4: feel at, am I at ease?
1: You are at ease in this room. This is, you're going to, now that you're alone in this room, this is a room meant for like per, like druidic meditation. Okay. That's what this room is meant for. Okay. And there's an unsettlingness as far as the bloody on the, the blood on the altar. Cause that stands out. But besides that, this is like, Man, like you, you kinda wish that you guys had this place because this would be your room. Okay. I'll stay. I'm gonna just chill. Okay.
4: Um,
2: Howard, what are you gonna do? Alright, so I'm going to walk into or actually I'm gonna open up the door. Okay. And I'm gonna use my it's quarter dark. staff. Okay. I'm going use my quarter staff and just kinda hit the ground in
1: front. Okay. See if I feel anything. Uh you you feel like a solid hard floor? Every couple steps, you feel a uh, a coin as your quarter step kind of hits it and it skids off to the side a little bit. Hit there and it skids off.
2: Okay. Um, uh, I'm going to take a step in. Okay. To the dark room. Okay. Can you guys hear me down there? You can hear him. I can hear him?
1: Yep. You can hear him come through the hole. Uh, I can hear you through the hole. Okay, you can, perfect. You could pinpoint kind of the the voice of uh, direction the direction voice. Okay. Yep.
2: So then, I'm going to kind of move towards that direction of where the hole. Using the staff as like, kind of like a you know, like the blind man's cane to make sure he knows where he's walking, so he doesn't yeah. trip, and use that as like to kind of feel the ground and see until I hit the hole part with that. Okay,
1: you're at the hole. Does Howard?
2: Is Howard, Howard? 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 You you're the guy with the uh, the the skull, right? Uh, no, Fink's has that. Okay, but if I fall, I'll be okay. Okay. Um, how far into the room, roughly, is the hole? You
1: are roughly 20 feet into the room. 20 feet in, okay.
2: Um, is it, like, more towards the center, or is it, like, to the left or right
1: of the doorway? It is, let's see. More towards the left. More towards the left. After you walk in.
2: All right, I'm going to continue going towards the left using the quarterstaff uh, as like a guide until I can either reach the wall or any kind of furniture that might be in the way or mm-hmm. see if I can feel out the room uh-huh. and what's in the room.
1: Okay, uh, as you feel in, uh, let's tell you just kind of scattering towards the wall, towards the left side. It is a stone wall. Um, you, you feel coins across the floor mm-hmm. uh, and up up against the edge of the wall you feel a little bit more of a pile of coins, but no furniture. Just Purely just coins are in this room. Well, um, Azoth, it doesn't feel like
2: there's anything in here besides just coins, so... I don't know. Can you, uh, um, using your
4: your staff scoop more, or push them almost towards the the hole and let them keep coming in?
2: The pile? It's like you were reading my mind, and I'm gonna set the staff and just kind of like on the ground, just kind of like scrape it towards the whole area. Kind of plowing and just, it over? Yeah, basically. Oh,
1: yeah. Um, can you just do that from the wall? Yeah. Or how? Okay. Um,
2: like uh, from the wall, like you said, I felt a pile of coins, so I'm gonna mm-hmm. kind of start there and that? just like make my direction, moving them towards scooping the whole the area.
4: Man. I'll keep, uh, you know, follow my voice. I'm over here. Yep.
2: Yeah. Okay. We'll kind of uh, team work it back and forth and just kind of keep keep scooping.
1: Make a. Uh, Dexterity check with disadvantage. Let's see oh. how much you scoop in. All right. Uh,
2: let's see. Oh, dang it. Seven.
1: Seven. All right. With seven, uh, you get a collectively with uh, the time. It takes about five minutes or so c- c- scooping enough and kind of going back and making sure you get enough of the pile and dumping it down through. Um, roughly 250 more copper. Just start pouring through as he starts pushing coins in through the hole. Um, two silver pieces and a single gold piece that's not marked with a rose. It's a, a Tiefling face. None of them are. Nope. Okay. Um, just, just the. Uh, well, no, um, Azoth had marked one gold right. piece, but.
2: Um.
4: All right, as they're coming down, I will continue to gather them and still put them on the altar of the coppers and gold. Like, just i the the this is the
1: little cups are filled to the brim by now. They have been filled up. Hmm. So you're still piling the money on the altar.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Piling yeah, on yeah, the if altar.
2: Anything. If anything, we can always uh, save the money for when we might need it. Yep. Uh, when I feel like Howard's done and like pushing all the as much coins as he can, he's going to jump mm-hmm. through the hole. Okay, meet back with Azoth.
1: Um Jump through the hole.
2: Yeah.
1: It is a uh, make dexterity check would dis- I mean, how are you just kind of hopping down through it? or Are you taking the time to slide in? How are you? How, how are you getting through the hole? Because jumping I'll, through the hole is just kind of like a. How uh, uh,
4: um Can I throw up my rope that I have? on me and see if you can grab onto it and you no, know, there'd probably be nothing for you to attach it to. Um,
2: yeah, I'd be alright. Um, and I, I can kind of judge like where the hole was, where the altar mm-hmm. was and all that stuff. I would have an idea of like where I'd be jumping to, so I'm just going to try to like hop down and hopefully land on the altar.
1: Um, on the altar? Yeah. Just uh, Dexterity check. Okay. Uh, just straight roll. Just, just regular dexterity check.
2: Okay, perfect. Twenty
1: one. <laughs> oh, you're lucky. I was hoping,
2: I was hoping you were going to say dissipated. <laughs> that was a good roll.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, you're lucky a twenty one because you are hopping down through a hole, um, dropping about six, about eight feet to land on an altar that is covered with metal coins. Mm-hmm. And you find purchase perfectly. You stick the landing on the edge. Almost slipped and cracked ahead. We to have been a little more careful, and you're in the room.
2: All right. Well, there is nothing else up there except coins. So I don't know if you want to explore the rest of the house and see if maybe we can dispel this darkness up there. Let's, uh, I guess, we'll make our way out, we'll leave everything as is. You can always come back. And... Yeah, we'll definitely come back for this.
1: Awesome. Uh, so, you guys head on out, and by this time, Remus and Fink were uh, headed down one of the hallways. Which hallway were you guys heading to? The second one or the first one to your left? So, I mean, if you're coming out of the dining room where the mimic uh, kind of a- tried to eat you guys, or try to eat you specifically, Fink, there's two hallways to your left uh, before the stairs. Which one are you going to?
3: Let's do
1: the first one. First one? same. just thinking the same thing. All right.
4: Uh, um, you turn. Okay, I'm sorry. Are either one of those hallways the one where the uh, painting attacked me, or is that still a third hallway?
1: No, that was the hallway that was straight ahead. So when you came into the house, right. uh, you turned right, and that was the hallway where the painting attacked you, and okay. there was a door at the end of that hallway. Um, this essentially is if you came into the house, you saw the hallway straight ahead, you turn left towards the dining room, and there's a hallway to your right. I'll send you guys a map of it uh, after we, when we're about to be done, just okay, so you can perfect. see. Uh, um, so as you turn down this hallway, Fink, uh, you and Remus see ahead of you light coming from this large open room. Uh, you hear the crackle of fire, and as you start walking down it, you see two beaten, eaten moth... Uh, Ridden or attacked uh, lounge couches with a stack of books with library stacks to your right with books ripped and torn and disheveled and uh, debris all over the ground. And we're going to pick up there next week, guys, to see what's uh, in this room. This open library room. Uh, Guys, thank you so much, everyone listening and tuning in, watching this, uh, whether it be on YouTube, Facebook page, on the Facebook page, uh, whether or not you have found this, and it was up on the network website at bicbp-radio.com, or if you're listening to it through podcast format, I'm going to have a whole bunch of episodes uploaded by now via audio, which, you know, if you haven't yet, go back over to episode one, catch up through this campaign and see where we're at. You know, guys, this is so much fun. Uh, I was your Dungeon Master, Anthony. Thank you so much. Uh, I, I love this this group. This is the, what are we, 16 weeks, 17 weeks going in strong of this campaign. We've had some new faces join us, and I can't wait to see every week what they put me through. Um, they've been exploring this little micro-mansion, haunted of sorts, kind of remains that I left for them, and I can't wait uh, every week to see where else they are going to go. Um, we were prepared this Time, though. <laughs> I was I was slightly more prepared this time. <laughs> you realize there's no uh, death rolls coming at you from the Chessex dice. So, guys got Not lucky. Today. Not today. Um, Sorry. But, you know, guys, I'm Dungeon Master Anthony. Thank you so much for tuning in, watching us. Uh, follow the Instagram, Facebook pages. Check out the podcast. And I'm going to let my players take it away to let you know where they can find them. Uh, I'm going to take it away first and let Azoth, Mark, uh, go ahead the incredible creator of our network logo, the solid uh, brand that we love to push. And it is our, uh, it's our symbol. It's our leadership on that. So Azoth, Mark, let them know where they can find your content because you are a uh, artist that is open for commissions.
4: Yeah. And we want
1: people to come to you for that. Yeah,
4: uh, I, I teach art and do do art on the side. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at the dot mark dot seven one six for my photography nonsense or design related inquiries wrnr design on Instagram.
1: Yeah, hey, amen. Go check up uh, that, and as well as Azoth is on Twitter. I'm almost positive. Yeah, uh, it's uh,
4: uh, podcasters at at podcasters Azoth.
1: Check them out. Follow. Everybody, yeah. We're, we're, we're writing our stories, our journey here. I love it. I love it when the players are getting into it. I'm, hope, I'm hoping at one point we got a whole bunch of the players that have, uh, they'll have their Twitters through. It's kind of cool. Below me on my uh, little Zoom feed is Howard, also known as Danny Chavez. Please let the good people know where they can find you.
2: Uh, Sure, Danny Chavez. You can see me surfing the internet, looking up all the great deals at Oogie Games, 2406 Military Road. Um, But you can also find me here as Howard and uh, on occasion, uh, Roll for Wisdom, where we talk about nerdy aspects of uh, Uh, Mm D&D. We are not professionals, so don't add us. And uh, you can also find me Facebook and Instagram, Ratfink Arts, R-A-T-P-H-I-N-C Arts. I like to doodle sometimes, so check them out.
1: Speaking of doodlings, real quick, uh, if you guys haven't yet, there's going to be a link below. Check out our Teespring page. We have a couple designs that we threw up. A couple of them uh, Howard actually did. I know you guys want to go pick up that sweet bonus action hide barrel T-shirt, as well as that uh, awesome Warlock Elgic Blast rip. I love it so much. Uh, You know, (laughs) help support the stream. Go check those out. Below, uh, Howard, on my Zoom feed is Finks Tony.
3: All right. So last time I talked about potentially setting up a paint blog on Instagram. I am happy to announce that went up live today. And awesome. I, I, this page go, or this episode goes live. Hopefully, there'll be actually be some more stuff on there. Um, the Instagram handle is PhoenixForged.
1: Phoenix forged. Nice. I like it.
3: Fun miniature painting stuff there. Um, I also did jump in on the Twitter. Uh, bandwagon here. I don't know how Twitter works, but I'm trying my best. Uh, It's Podcasters Finks. And, uh, yeah, I'll be uh, tweeting things like, it's raining copper.
1: (laughs) Nice! It's raining copper. I like that. Um, Below uh, Finks and Tony on my feed, we have uh, Ricky and Remus. Hi, I'm
0: Remus. Um, You can find Remus at Podcasters Remus on Twitter. Um, you can find me at Rick underscore coats on any sort of Instagram or social media. Or I if you're in the Buffalo area and you need some sort of Wayfair furniture fixed, I've been doing that lately or <laughs> building it, so that's been my odd job for the last week or two. Anyways, this is way better. I have a lot more fun doing this and playing Remus and having fun on podcasters, so please check out the Teespring Go to Oogie Games. Tell them we sent you. I might go there and get my PS2 fixed, because apparently people are buying those for like $100 now, and that's absurd. Yeah, PS2 is expensive now. Okay. Hmm. Man. There you go. Um, That that tangented very well, so I'm going to send it back to our lovely dungeon master, Anthony.
1: What's up? Uh, Thank you, guys. I know, listen, these players are awesome. Uh, They bring some great content on their end every week, and I love it and they are they go the extra mile with their twitters and with all the little backstories that we've worked together and concocted to put out an awesome story for everyone else and you nope know, till next time we're going to keep rolling bye <laughs>